0: What is going on everyone? Welcome to Roundtripper here on 891 WXVU Villanova Radio. It is Monday, February 18th, 7.05pm. I'm Pat Zhang, alongside Conrad Bayer, and basically our new co hosts at this point. we got Matt Wood and Ben Moy here. Hello. How we doing? All good. We also have plenty of special guests in the studio. Moy, would, would you like to go through the, the crew we've got here?
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> my sisters Jessica and Abigail are here, along with my dad. They're uh, on a, a college visit tour. Go Nova. Uh, they're, uh, they're visiting colleges this week because it's February break in uh, in Massachusetts.
0: It is President's Day. Happy President's Day, everyone. Happy President's Day. We also have our interns, uh, Isabella and Liz, here that are going to learn a little bit, hopefully, um, tonight about how the process works. And we can have them on in a week or so so they can get some on-air experience. But you know how we get things started. We always start with our shout-outs. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm not looking at you like anything. God, you're such a train wrecker. All right, so I'm stuff. a train wrecker <laughs> Starting. Didn't even do anything yet. Quiet down. We, Quiet down. <laughs> I'm going to turn your mic off immediately. All right. We've got Carmen McGovern right. listening. As always, we've got the girls, Jules, Reb, Joe, and Shan. We've got our patients this week, Christian Stahl and Megan Kane, both not doing too well. So feel better, guys. Megan's sick, too? Megan's sick, yeah. too. Oh, man. What does she have? She didn't know when I asked her. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so that's, that's a problem. <laughs> that is an issue. we got Fiona Corkhill tuning in tonight. We've got uh, Joe, Marie, Johnny. My aunt I, my uncle Ken mom dad Bears woods I usually say the Moys and the Moys are here this time so even better we got in studio guests a whole crew here I hope I didn't leave anyone out as I'm trying to run through everyone any shout outs from you guys no ready to go we just love everybody that's what we're just gonna go love about. everyone love everyone all right so we're gonna kick some kick this thing off with the monologue as always <laughs> Shannon Foley, you are a troublemaker. All right. uh, We all need somebody to lean on. Just ask Bill Withers. That somebody gives us a foundation, safety, and above all, a bailout when we need it most. We all know about the mass exodus that happened from the main line during the summer of 2018. That's what happens after a second national championship in three years. What that leaves us with is a roster that contains 70% of its scholarship players who feature, sorry, Tim Delaney, I didn't count you, as a sophomore or under. That influx of youth has led to an incredibly heavy reliance on Phil Booth and Eric Paschal, who have both been very good this season. They've hit big shots, they've led the way in scoring, and their leadership's absolutely invaluable. But that reliance can also be a negative, and we saw it last night at Madison Square Garden. Booth and Paschal shot a combined 4 for twenty-two, one for 13 from 3, as the Cats completely capitulated in the second half against the Red Storm. Booth has now played just four minutes less this season than the entire amount he played last season, and that's including the minutes he played through the postseason. Hmm. Here are the numbers from Booth's last five games. He's shooting 27 for 75 from the field. That's 36%. 6 for 33 from 3. That's 18%. 14 assists to 15 turnovers. His tires have some tread on them. Colin Gillespie is often seen as the lead's secondary option for scoring, but the young point guard shot one for eight last night with four turnovers. Sneak Bay pitched in his usual solid effort, if not flashy numbers, with 11 points, and Jermaine Samuels only attempted one field goal during the entire game. We need Cliffs to start shooting. (laughs) Come on, Cliffs. We do. (laughs) It's not time to hit the panic button, or maybe it is. We're going to talk about that in a few minutes. But Sunday night was an eye-opener for Nova Hoops. The foundation is usually strong. But what we saw last night at the Garden is if there's even the slightest crack in the armor, a red storm can blow the whole thing down. All right, let's get into the, some college hoops. We're starting with Nova. It was an up-and-down week for the Cats, who dropped to number 17 in the AP poll. An 85-67 win at the Finn against Providence. And then the 71-65 loss against St. John's at the Garden. So the first thing I'll just hand out to you guys is this reaction to last night's game, slash what would you put the panic meter at after the game last night?
2: Um... So, obviously, it's a really bad loss, especially being up double digits after the first 20 minutes and then in the second half just completely being blown out and only scoring, I believe it was, uh, 28 and letting letting St. John score 45. That's just unacceptable. Um, But that being said, panic meter, not super panicked right now. I mean, we can see the St. John's team is very talented. They have beat Marquette twice. They beat Marquette um, in Milwaukee, which is obviously really tough to do because Noah could not do that last week. But, yeah, my panic meter is not too high. Like, you're going to have an off night, but the numbers you were saying about Phil Booth are, are the most concerning thing, but I still think he'll be able to figure it out and other guys on this team will be able to step it up a little more um, as we go on, but not, not super panicked right now.
3: No, the thing you have, the thing you have to remember about this, the St. John's team. I think we kind of get worked up about it, um, about this win because we were up by so much at the very beginning of the game. Is that St. John's were four point underdogs in this game, and at Madison Square Garden, granted at home, but Villanova travels very well. It was only they're only four point difference between the two teams going in. I think we get we get really hyped up and we start to really be prisoners prisoners of the moment and look at this Villanova team that somehow blew an eighteen point lead and we think know what's going on everything's about to fall apart what's what's happening st john's is a very capable team mm-hmm. and when you turn the ball over as much as we did what do we have we've double digit turnovers in this game that's how teams get back in and when your, your best three players are shooting they combined five field goals in the entire game Any any team can win like that um so in terms of a panic meter this is what villanova is they're a great defensive team they can rebound um they but it, on the offensive end, it comes down to three point three point shots, free throws, and your best players playing well. And our best players just they didn't play well in the last game. So when I, whenever, whenever that happens, it's it's tough to win. But in terms of panic meter, this is really this is what the team is. This is this is not some new anomaly that just kind of popped up out of nowhere.
1: I put the panic meter a two. I
3: like it. A two. I like it
1: because <clears throat> yeah, like this is what they are, and um, I don't think that they're like, they're not going to get any. I don't think he much better. I don't think get much worse. Like I think St. John's is a good team. I think St. John should be a, a tournament team.
3: St. John's is but, St. John's with this win, I believe, is a tournament. I think they booked yeah. their ticket last
0: yeah. night too.
1: And, 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 but but I think they, I think they're better than they are. Like in terms of the record and <laughs> Pat Pat and I commentated that game last year. As well. Oh
3: yeah, I try to
0: forget they about were, that. They
1: one. They were really good <laughs> though that, last year. They like, they were a really good team last year. And I I thought that they were better than the record was.
3: Um, St. John's is an up-and-coming program. Right? Yeah, Chris big... Small is the coach. He's really he's getting talent in there. Mitch Richmond has a special assistant to the team. Those are two NBA guys that if you're a college player from New York and you're looking yeah. to make it to the next step, that's a very enticing, intriguing offer. And also, you can't remember you got to remember St. John's mm-hmm. is fourth in the Big East. It's not like there's some nobody team that fell off the plant that came out of nowhere. They're 19 and seven. No, Villanova's 20 and six. There's, it's not they're not this this super super underdog in this game that. It, it what appeared to be from the beginning because Villanova came out and played so well at the beginning, but you know when you turn the ball over a lot, a lot of teams can get back in it when they're when they're capable teams, and St. John's is a capable team.
1: I just don't like how um, Pascal or Pascal was one of the guys, but when they when you take seven, thre- you take eleven shots and seven of them are threes, and you're one of the bigger guys on the team. I have a problem with that because. Like who's he's, who's he's few, to play down low, you know? He's, he's, he's one of the few guys that can, like, take it to the, like, t- mm-hmm. take contact. And I don't think that... I mean, you already got Booth, Gillespie, Cremo, Samuels at most times <laughs> out on the, on the wing. So, like, what are you going to do? Like, when...
3: <laughs> that's why, like... Who, last, who, it's like, who's your big man on this team, you know? Well, Tamir well, Cosby, well, a- a- Samuels the one it was, that
0: plays like the big man because he's the one that sits down dude. low. He had 10 rebounds last night.
3: Which, you know... Th-
1: it was possible. <laughs> What's the other, other guy? Jermaine Sanders can't shoot. That's why. It's really cool to <laughs> yeah, she says it would be fine if they dr- if, if 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 he drew out their their center to the three point line mm-hmm. and actually shot. Yeah, he'd be fine. Well, That's the problem. But he doesn't shoot. No. So like, there's nothing you can do when that happens.
0: And he can shoot. There's just a crisis of confidence there. He's shooting around 31 percent from three. But my biggest takeaway from yesterday was just. I can't kill them for it. And that's why I'm not panic mode either because the first time, they went up 29 to 10 in this game. They were running St. John's off the court. And then things just pretty much flipped in an instant. Uh, And the second half was just the most un Villanova second half you can watch. They shot 5 for 24 from the field. 5 for 24. Now, yes, like we talked about, this team is very, very heavily reliant on Phil and Eric. But there are not too many other times you can shoot 5 for 24 as a team from the field. The other thing was the nine turnovers. It was infuriating yesterday. They just, for whatever reason, St. John's really uh, picked up the pressure on them. You really think of the um, the half-court press when Gillespie lost the ball and, and Jay got called for the technical. They just, they played really sloppy, and St. John's thrives off that. St. John's loves to run the fast break transition offense. You saw uh, LJ Figueroa absolutely torch them on transition threes, and that's what it came down to is that Villanova didn't get back quick enough on defense, which is surprising because they're usually pretty solid defensively, but St. John's just used that up-tempo style. To really counter Villanova, which as we know likes to run things in a very slowed down, half court type style offense.
3: Absolutely. I think also, and one one point of one one highlighted and one diamond in the rough if you can take anything from this game is Joe Cremo led the team with fourteen yeah, points. He did lose he with had a thoughts good game. on that, but he's been he played well and it's been tough for him recently. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, no, no absolutely one, thing, one bright spot in a in a you know, a great form performance in the first half, but kind of falling apart in the second. Yeah,
0: I completely agree. On Cremo, it was really nice to see him hit some threes defensively. He still got torched on drive-bys, which is why it's but so hard. But that's who he is. That, that, and, yeah, right, that's and, who he is. And they
3: play him now that. They know that he's not a defensive guy. He's, he's on the... On the floor to space the floor, it would be an open shooter that can hit that can knock down open shots, and that's what he did. He shot four from seven from three. You can't get mad at four for seven from three,
0: yeah, absolutely. And just to throw a positive note in there as well today, Sneak Bay was named Biggie's Freshman of the Week. So there you go, he, Bay you keeps go. trucking along again. I feel like we touch on it every show how impressed we are with the kids. So awesome to see him pick up Freshman of the Week. So, Jen, just pointing the focus towards booth. Do we think this is as simple as he's just racked up so many minutes, or is there something else going on?
1: Mm, I think he's streaky.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think he's always been streaky. Um, you stole my point. <laughs> no, no, keep going. I mean, like he. I think that when he went, when he didn't shoot that little floater against Marquette, and at the end, yeah, could he was open. When he passed out. I think that was uh, a little surprising to me because I thought that this year he uh, would have taken like like to this year he would have taken that shot. Like in previous years, I don't think he would have. And I think that the fact that he didn't and he was a little bit surprised by that is just like one example of how I don't think he's really like that next level guy that's going to, you know, he he's always looking to shoot. He's always looking to get his own shot. But, I, yeah, I just can't see him get to that like extra gear that a lot of those talented guys have, have done in the past. I think that's why he's streaky.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. So on Booth, he started off the season not great. I mean, it was he was solid, but he really didn't hit his groove. And then Biggie's play started, and that's where he just started to hit everything. And now he's kind of come back a little bit over the last couple games. And as to your point, I completely agree that I think he's just a streaky shooter. And he's a really good player. He's he's leading the team in scoring. He's still the go-to option. But this is kind of what happens with players like this. Yeah. I, mean, I, I do think the minutes does play a part in it because he is playing a lot of minutes. There have been so many games where he has played 37-plus minutes. Uh, I know last night it was only 29, but that was a part of just his overall ineffectiveness. So I do think that that also plays a role in this.
1: I mean, he's, he's been struggling with free throws.
0: Like, he has struggled f- with the free throw line.
1: A lot. I really, really, didn't he miss five free throws in one game? Mm-hmm. Like, it was like over five. For free. Yep. I forget what game that was. but um,
3: yeah, It was a couple games ago. Yeah.
1: Hey.
3: Yeah, Phil Booth is, Phil Booth is, he's a streaky guy. What We always talk about law of averages, right? It's kind Landa. of the, oh, no, <laughs> the we're putting yes. some math in. I absolutely <clears throat> love it. But it's true the, the beginning, the beginning of Biggie's play. This guy was going crazy. Every single three mm-hmm. he put up was going in, and everyone knew that wasn't sustainable. Did we think he'd fall? Not fall off a cliff, but he, did we think he would put a performance like this in in the Garden against a very capable St. John's team when you run them out of the building? I mean, probably not. Sure, but that's what he is. There's a lot of players that are also really good players that in college they just they're 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 streaky guys at times. I think back to Devin Booker. He granted, he was a freshman at the time at... Kentucky, but this guy had had the ability to put up forty, or he would put up zero and mm-hmm. shoot twenty shots regardless. So there's a lot of players that are, streaky, that are streaky. and That's kind of the nature of college basketball. That's why it's so exciting. So it's, it's a big difference between the pros and college. Is that the pros? They have all these guys that are capable of shooting fifty percent, forty five percent every single night, and they're very consistent at it. That's why they're pros. College players. That's why they're in college, and there's a yeah. no reason that Phil Booth is is a senior right now instead of instead of playing in the NBA. He is a he's he is that kind of caliber player. Not saying that's he fair. can't play in the NBA. But you know, he's, he's everyone. Everyone needs practice. Everyone's got to get better, and he's he's on his way. But he's definitely by no means there yet.
1: Do you guys think he passed the eye test? Because to, an, some, to an NBA scout or to a a good scout, like I was watch, we, I, I go back to the Kansas game. Uh, I was watching that with my dad. We were just we couldn't believe that when they, they I mean it was a close game. and He definitely helped them get back. Mm-hmm. But there was just, like, something that I feel like is missing when he, when he, when they were... That, consistency. Yeah. Yep. Well, the consistency thing is definitely part of it. But I, for me, like, sometimes he just doesn't pass the eye test to me where I just, like, he isn't as effective as some other guys are.
3: I would say Phil Booth reminds me of an NBA guy. My closest thing that I can think of right off the head in terms of an NBA talent kind of guy is, like, a Kyle Anderson. Who got drafted very out of UCLA very end of the first round. And mm-hmm. this guy he basically plays at his own speed. He makes yep. it look like he's sleepwalking out there half the time. And I'm not saying Phil Book plays like that, but Phil mm-hmm. Book plays at his own speed and at his own pace. And you're not gonna you know get him out of that rhythm, which is a great thing if he can if he can mon- if he can use that to his advantage, which he does a lot. But again, there are times where he can look kind of pedestrian out there, and I think that's a little bit of just how he plays basketball.
0: Yeah, and, and I think that's very fair. So just to keep things moving along, that loss now drops Villanova to being tied with Marquette at the top of the Big East. So the upcoming schedule for the two teams for Villanova at Georgetown on Wednesday night and at Xavier over the weekend for Marquette at Providence and home to Butler. Let's assume that the both teams take care of business there, and then that sets up the huge game next Wednesday night at the Pavilion, 9 p.m. tip-off. It's going to be nuts. So looking forward to that one. I'll save the how does it shake out for next week cuz that'll be a fun preview to do and we'll we'll wait for the two games um to come up with uh with these two teams as well. And then so just getting on to one final point here with college basketball one final topic before we head to our first break. Over the weekend, Kentucky absolutely destroyed Tennessee at home and Duke came back from down 23 at Louisville. Just pick one of those games and anything you guys want to want to talk about from that.
2: I think from The Duke-Louisville game, it just shows how a team that's so talented like Duke, if they're caught in an off night, which the first 30 minutes of that game, you could consider an off night. They were down double digits. Didn't look like they had a chance to be in that game. Um, But then you can also see the flip side of having that talent is, if you're so talented, guys like Zion, RJ, are just going to go off, and they can really put that pressure on them. And just the name that goes along with Duke, I think, can strike fear into opponents because while Duke did go and do what they needed to do to win that game, Louisville also played a part in giving it away in so many forced, um, unforced turnovers and just sloppy play in that last nine minutes and 30 seconds.
3: Uh, Yeah, I would say on the other end, the Kentucky-Tennessee game, very similar to what you just said, Conrad, in terms of young, more talented guys Mm -hmm. showing up in big games when it matters. Tennessee number one team in the country coming into your home arena in Kentucky. Kentucky, number five in the country right now. And the freshmen showed up. Coach Calipari got them going. They got them mm-hmm. play defense. They got them playing for each other. Um, and they they pulled out a great win. When you shoot 55 percent for the game and you hold your opponent to 41, so that's the most you can ask for as yep. a coach, especially against the number one team in the country. So if anything out of the Kentucky team it proved to me that they're a legit team, we all, we all knew Tennessee. They're ranked number one. They're going. They're a good team, of course. They're a very solid team. But really, really, this was kind of this is a big test for Kentucky, and they stepped up to mm-hmm. the play and they they overperformed. I think what a lot of people were saying. This game was like a two point, three point game. In Vegas, it was, it was maybe one. Yeah. Point, I forget what, I think the final line was, maybe down to one point.
0: It, it did, yeah, it did get bet down towards uh, towards tip off, but yeah, but
3: yeah,
0: it, it's interesting, interesting too because you talk about a test, and so Kentucky passed this test with flying colors, and Tennessee failed this very badly. Uh, on Kentucky, they are so talented with that starting five, they but they are so thin on the bench that it is going to be really interesting. Nine
3: points out of the 86 were bench yeah, points. That,
0: that's what I'm talking about. It's just so that is going to be really interesting to follow because I am actually really high on this Kentucky team, and I think this is one of the better ones that Cal's had in a while, even though it's gotten some of the least press. Very
2: yeah, underrated. Yeah, it's very because very of they that first do loss better, to Duke. They always,
1: yeah. do better, they always do better when they're under the radar. Mm-hmm. When they had, Randall, yep. they had Randall, he had the Harrison Twins. They made a run, and they were like an eight seed that year. They were. Yeah, and they made they they the run. They always do better when mm-hmm. they're under the
0: radar. Exactly, so, and then there's last year where they were supposed to come out of their uh, their side of the bracket and end up losing to Kansas State. and They wanted to lose. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 Just wanted wanted oh lose. my God. Cause Cause that's this right, year. Yeah. He's refer Conrad is referring to an article that was written um after Kentucky lost. That it was said, too easy. They didn't want to win. Yeah, that said Kentucky wanted to lose. Um, yep. So that's the state's that sports journalism <laughs> in our world
3: right now. But all right, I think that
0: pretty much wraps up college basketball. Right? Uh, uh, last oh last note, go uh, for it.
3: Jordan and I were just in the room a little oh. bit ago. There was a feature on Tim Delaney. On NBC Sports Philadelphia. Oh, God. We're talking about like, <laughs> the glue guy he's being for the team.
1: Wow. What talking about his freshman year, how he was God. this
3: talented guy, and he comes off injury, now he's the glue guy that helps all the younger guys. So it was a nice piece
1: out of Tim. It was, maybe, it was, it was maybe great maybe, to see. He, that's why the struggle is here. It's near near Phil painters on the team now? Maybe 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 he's the glue guy. I don't know. That, that maybe they need. Maybe. Tim Delaney, near
3: 4.0 GPA. Jay said he can go work in Europe or, you know, work on Wall Street. One of the two. Go to Wall Street,
0: Tim. There you go. That's that's my advice. Well, yeah, to a, little
3: nice, a little nice piece on Tim Delaney.
0: Yeah, but hey, good <laughs> good to see. Always love some some Villanova support. Jordan always pitching in. Gotta
3: gotta <laughs>
0: gotta love Jordy. And we do have some late breaking news. Um Megan Cain has the flu. Has so the flu? That's the, the, flu. the flu. It's the flu. Okay. Yeah, I got I got it from a source close to her. So, <laughs> okay. Always, always searching for me. Don't formulas. reveal your sources. Reveal your sources. For, first, school, first thing you learn in journalism school, which I haven't gone to, uh, but don't reveal <laughs> your sources. All right. So, we're going to send it to a break here on Round Roundtripper. You are listening to E9.1 WXVU, and we'll be back, back here on Roundtripper after we had some lively Mount Rushmore discussion. Just
3: now. Lively. It's coming. Lively. Later. It's
0: coming. It's coming in miscellaneous. Long so a lot of research
3: done on this. This is, I think, the most research topic of the night. Yeah. So yeah.
0: By far, I would say. So like, Most research by me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't do any research, so that's really yeah. not difficult.
3: <laughs> he has a big notepad, I'll be honest. He's got a lot of notes
2: over there.
0: Yeah, no, I, I'm proud of him. Uh, he came back from class and, and did some homework on the Mount Rushmore. Don't think he did any homework on any of the other parts <laughs> I did do research
2: on the, the Villanova stuff, but you guys were just talking, so I just like was like, I can take a little nap right now. There you so, go. Then oh. You come back, that that makes me feel segment. great
0: to hear from my co host. Take a I'm little nap I'm right exhausted, Patrick. Uh, did you have track time? I don't
2: think you've ever referred yes. to me as Patrick before. I'm kind, <laughs> of,
0: hor- that, <laughs> I'm kind of horrified by that? that.
2: No, we did not have lift today. We got Big East. We don't lift this week.
1: Okay. Oh, speaking of that, someone, someone just found
2: out he's running in Big East over the
1: weekend. No way. Yeah. Congratulations, Connor. He's
2: going to meet LeVar. No, what? Yeah. yeah, we're going to Spire is Institute. That, <laughs> you going, you going game? Oh, I mean, no way. I mean, I it's not like in our schedule, but like if we have time, like, oh, that's amazing. And they're playing, I love that. <laughs> I'm not gonna say no, <laughs> I want to meet LeVar.
3: Oh, 100%. I think he's gonna be there too. Probably, I'm yeah, probably.
0: Yeah, And that's how we transition into our NBA segment, something that LaMelo Ball will not be in. So, going to the All-Star Saturday (laughs) Night, Malwood does not agree with that. (laughs) We're going to start with All-Star Weekend. Outrageous. (laughs) Starting with the skills competition. And yes, Dad, I have that down for Nova Nation, I promise. Don't worry, I'll get to it. Um, Your boy won. Anyone off of a half-court shot. So, I mean... Never
3: a doubt. I, I I swear... Mamba if, mentality. If you go on too yeah. long
0: about Boston, I will cut your
1: mic At off. Least, please, But <laughs> uh, Jason Tatum won, so go for it. <laughs> Say something. You are, I can't talk. Yeah, You're allowed to like talk. You can talk. I think that, uh, honestly, this whole all All-Star, All-Star Weekend thing, I'm just not a big fan. Unless the gut and dunk contest turns out well, which... Most of the years it doesn't. Yeah, except for that one dunk that uh,
3: Diallo had. Diallo has. yep.
0: But uh, we'll Tatum was
1: entertaining. I thought that was. I'm just not really
3: a fan of the skills challenge. You don't like the skills? No, skills. I don't
0: like the no, skills challenge. No, I just it's it's, it's not so not weird skills
1: like the. It's very the strange. How they do one
3: it. two years ago. It's really not a. It's like it's like dribble the ball through some cones and, and it's whoever makes it's three
0: practice.
2: It's go lot, to really. practice. Yeah, it, it's
3: it's a lot of go to practice. I don't know. I think should there be something to replace it.
2: Yes, yes, I agree. I
3: absolutely think so. I what think there should be is, a relay that make, race. That would make the
2: fans you <laughs> have know? the fastest guys just do like races uh, back and races forth? Back. I Just in want forth? to see De'Aaron oh, Fox. Oh, maybe. Like have De'Aaron Fox and Luca go. <laughs> I, you know, I can you know tell you how know that one went. <laughs> the All
3: game that I kind of liked was watching. They would have there would be a team captain. There would be a guy from the NBA, like a uh, NBA legend, uh, a WNBA player, and a celebrity or something. They do like celebrity a hot Oscar shot game? thing. Oh yeah, do the hot shot thing because that that's obviously gone for a reason. But somewhere where you incorporate celebrities like Kevin Hart or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'd be okay funny. with that. Yeah, yeah I think, I think that would be a nice kind of change-up. But the skill, yeah. skills competition, it's you made a half-court shot to win.
0: That was Grady, cool. But you know? the, the biggest part of the competition, basically who wins is who makes that chess pass first. first. Yeah. It's the chess pass, because that's the thing
3: where they it's trip up the, on. The chess pass, because everyone's going through the cones. basically.
0: Yeah, the, the yes, cones yes. is not hard for them to
3: yeah. do. The cones, cones and the layup, everybody the ch- can do it at the chest same It's pass, and it's who's hitting a three-point. Basically, you get two shots. If you miss them both, you're going to be out. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So I mean, that I want to that. Great, I'm fine
0: with that. All right, so then three-point competition, which I still think is fun. I do enjoy, yeah, I enjoy watching the, the three-point three point competition. I
3: think the three-point contest. I think it's you the have, most if fun. you get the right guys in the contest. That yeah. can overtake the, the slam dunk easily. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, I, and I thought it was an entertaining. There's guys a lot of guys, in guys I'd it too. love to do that yeah. that don't do it. Kevin Durant being one of them. I love D- to see Durant. Him. Will never do it. I would love to. I would too. I think it's a
1: three-point contest like the MLB, like the home run derby, where these pitchers want to do it. Yeah, in the, pitch pitch
2: is in the, in the in I kind of, I kind of like that. Honestly, i watch.
3: You could, you could pick, you like could pick and then the top, top of the position, five point go. guards and percentage, or however you yeah. want to mm-hmm. do it. Oh, that'd be great. The centers would be hilarious. <laughs> I would, large. I would go go. get a couple <laughs> air balls and three oh, point contests. Great, contest.
2: <laughs> that was yes. so funny. Like Dirk. <laughs> yeah, Dirk did air ball <laughs> a
3: couple. <laughs> Can you imagine DeAndre? DeAndre Jordan, Andre Drummond pulling up from three and three point contest, over under like six and a half points under. <laughs> I, mean, I think that'd be really cool. I say, think it'd be fun too. Always the fun to spice up a little bit. People kind of I like
0: that. I, I do lot. too. So Joe Harris took that home. Um, so, I mean, for the NBA, probably not great because not like Joe Harris has a bunch of name recognition. No, but he is a really no. solid
3: shooter. I believe he's second in the NBA in three point forty six percent. Yeah, and you know what that tells you about the NBA is that there's a lot of guys out there that don't really get recognition like Joe Harris that are really good players mm-hmm. that can shoot the ball really, sure. really well. But you know they're on the nets and they're not Steph Curry pulling up for forty feet. Yeah. But Buddy, Buddy you know, heals so, is really good. Now. Exactly, yeah. Buddy he is another one that's Heald, really really Heald good. did well in the in the contest. No, he did. He, he did very well. well he did. Yeah. He put, I think put twenty three on the uh, in the first round. Yeah. So yeah. Are, it tells you anything. It tells you the talent level of the NBA is, is yeah. off the charts compared to anything else that anywhere else around the world. If it's the best talent in the world. It should, it's on display when Joe Harris takes it home beating Steph Curry. Yeah.
0: No, I I agree. Anything else you want to hit on the three point contest?
3: But I think the, the Curry boys, the two Curry boys, but I think that was just blowing. Seth was never going to win. Seth never had a chance. He was hey, he never had giving, a chance. A, giving away money.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was tough. <laughs> and Steph doesn't need any more with that contract. He's not with the Warriors. Yeah, you
3: know he's 40-something million this year, but apparently in the last year his deal is like 50-something million.
0: <laughs> yeah, Steph's going to be okay. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Seth, he, he's half,
3: there. He's half like the allotted salary cap before mm-hmm. you go to luxury tax.
0: And he also is Under Armour's biggest spokesperson as well with their brand, so he's getting paid.
3: Yeah, at, How much money do you think he makes? Per year, with endorsements and everything,
0: I'd guess in the sixty to seventy million range. Really, yeah. I, think, yeah. it's I'm I think, think it's more than that. more
1: really than that.
0: It's not the
2: Brita
3: yeah. deal too.
1: Uh, the right. Right. The the Brita deal. Brita <laughs> deal.
3: Like, we drink Brita here. Is it yeah. Brita, like the, the water filter?
1: No, but I think like if you if if top guys in because they, they report this every year because I look at this if to, if guys like Phil Mickelson and Tiger are making like fifty to like eighty million dollars a year.
2: NBA players are making
1: over a hundred easily.
0: I can see it. Well, you but talk the shoe
1: contracts. The
0: shoe contracts, yeah.
1: Well, yeah, you talk about how much money,
3: say LeBron is worth to an, or- an organization. Oh my god, he—you can't put a price tag on how much money he's worth. His contract isn't isn't a sixteenth of what he's actually worth to the organization. With how many people mm-hmm. show up to the games, your TV sales and everything—it's unbelievable.
2: Yeah. So I just I just looked it up. and You got a smile on your face, which means this could be dangerous. <laughs> so last last year. Curry made over eighty million. All right. Yeah. So I can imagine it's probably higher now. So and it's gonna, do, keep, going right, it's gonna keep going up. going up. Yeah, yeah he's, he's still he's doing, doing just fine.
1: He, he doesn't have a big shoe contract like LeBron or or Kyrie. In like, terms like, of so a lifetime deal. In, ter- in no. terms of no, no, no like, but he's he getting huge, he's obviously getting that's money. That's where you make money. Mm-hmm. Like, That's where
3: going to do. You know, Michael Michael Jordan is making like a, like millions and millions, and he just he hasn't played in it's been twenty years. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, M-
0: MJ's, do- another one, MJ's doing okay for himself, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, dunk contest, Hamadou Diallo picked up the win in a...
1: blackluster.
0: Yeah, dunk contest. Yeah. Now, I- I'll just say, is the only way to get the dunk contest to generate buzz, to have superstars in it? Is it the yeah. only way? I just want yeah.
1: good dunks. I just want, I, I don't want to see. see the, I agree the, with that. I don't want to see any like the Superman stuff. I don't want to see any like any of these celebrities coming out here to jumping over them. To he you and my J. Cole I'm the exact
3: opposite. I think I like the people. I think back to the, the Blake Griffin when in reality, that. That hey, j- he dunked over but, a car. That's what we, we remember. The build up to that and mm-hmm. all this, the showmanship. That's what I think made. I mean, and everyone remembers Blake G- Griffin jumping over a car. Was it that great of a dunk? No, but everyone, mm-hmm. everyone, everybody remembers that moment. That's on his career resume for the rest of his life. Yeah, you know? yeah, and I say there's over the some dunks that these guys do that are crazy dunks. Like JaVale McGee dunked two basketballs in two different that. next to each other, and you never think about that no. unless if you are actually watching it and you really remember remember seeing it. You know, and, uh, Blake Griffin's going to get remembered forever from the
1: jumping over the car dunk.
0: One of the best dunk contests I have I can remember is the Aaron Gordon Zach Levine one, and those aren't exactly two superstars of the league. No, they that just, that just brought the out crazy dunk dunks. Dunk. That
1: was one, like between two guys, as the best dunk contest
3: back. It was back. amazing. People really get get. People really, the, like, the old-timers, I guess you could say, because I wouldn't call it, say, any of us all the old-timers. But, like, when, when Dominique and Michael Jordan used mm-hmm. to go used to mono-e-mono, I mean, that's what got, that got the entire NBA crowd going forever. Yeah. And, I, and that's what people have been look, looking for a while, and I think just the reality of it is that these high-profile players, if you're not in your first or second year in the league, it's, it's not in their best interest to do the dunk contest. I mean, God forbid they get hurt. Not saying anyone's ever yeah. gotten hurt during the dunk contest, but mm-hmm. God forbid, you know... Giannis signs up for the dunk contest next year and gets hurt and he's out for the rest of the for the year and he misses the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. That, yeah kind, that's the kind of. Right. And, they, and they really they don't win anything if they. And if, no. Think about it. If Giannis enters the dunk contest and he doesn't get first place. It's, mm-hmm. it's bad. It's going to be yeah. a bad thing. Yeah, and
0: finish. that's why they stay away from it. That's, that's why, why the
2: why superstars the don't. There's no. There's, there. there's the upside so limited sure, that was, Zion, I was Zion, just going to say that. doing it. yeah we know he's doing it.
3: A candidate for something. Please do it. First year in the league, young guy. Carter was second
1: or third. Was he first or second year when he did it, Vince Carter?
0: When was that dunk contest? Two
1: thousand. I, I think that was the second one. I was second or third. Second year. or third, exactly. Year. And
2: that's the time to do it. That's Nine when you're years. gonna do it. Great candidate. And mm-hmm. also, when you're like, I guess, for these NBA guys, when you're younger, I have I have heard a lot about what it takes out of your legs to be doing that many dunks, getting up that high. So if you're
0: Dennis Smith attempting five dunks every yeah, because When you're it. just <laughs> missing all these
2: dunks, it's t- it takes a toll on your legs. And do you really want to put yourself under that? Like, I know LeBron James was at the end of his like. He's been in the league for how many? He's too old like now. He
3: missed his his time. You missed your
2: time. Like, if you've been in the league more than like four years, why would you put your body under that kind of stress when you're playing also plus 30 30 plus minutes a night? Why why would you take your weekend off and decide to put your body through trying to dunk at ridiculous heights like 20 times? Absolutely.
3: Well, these guys are trying to have 10 plus seasons in the league. It doesn't make sense for them to go out. For an All-Star weekend, for a show, for the fans. While wow, of course they they love the fans. That's the reason that they can do what they do, but it doesn't make sense to them. It really doesn't. It's, it's 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 a rookie thing. It's how you it's mm-hmm. how you make your name. You know, yeah. there's the guy. what the guy Jeremy Evans on the on the Jets. I remember that when he wanted this guy's yep. a no name. He's, he's the last guy on the bench, and he everyone knows him because he because he, he won the dunk contest. Yeah. That's yeah. the kind of guy that is gonna be on the it's gonna be on the show, not. Anthony Davis, not Paul George. Paul George was on it, obviously, which is Mm -hmm. fantastic. But, you know, these guys, Russell Westbrook, these guys that are high profile superstars, it's not their best interest to be in the dunk contest. No,
0: no, I completely agree. So then on to the all star game. Team LeBron took home the win. Do we like the format of it?
1: I don't care. I don't think it, it, regardless of the format change, it doesn't matter because they don't play defense. They used to play defense on it. If you don't play defense and you don't try, then there's no point because. It's just gonna be all off. It has to be balanced. And like if you look back at um All-Star games in like the early two thousands and that era, like they had, like they didn't play like hard defense, but they played some semblance. So when you don't have any resistance, it's just not fun. I don't care if, if it's if it's a draft or whatever, like I just don't see any point to it. Yeah, like, I, I didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would
3: definitely say I watched the game, but we were falling in and out of sleep watching the game. And passed out during. Yeah, no, he did. <laughs> That's the, the reality of, of the All Star game. It's a show for the fans. It's an offensive. It's offensive amazement in the first half, mm-hmm. and, and I mean, I do think that it, it adds a certain level of excitement to watch watch the guys draft their team, and you know, LeBron took Anthony Davis, over which was that hilarious. You know what I yep. mean? That kind of stuff. That's what's kind of fun. It's kind of fun to joke around about, but in reality, is it? All that much different from East versus West. It's really not. The Mm-mm. only good thing about it is that the West doesn't clobber the East with all the talent that they have. <laughs> um, but it's 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 it's, it's an All Star game. It's always it's for the fans. It's it's supposed to be fun. And again, none of It's like the Pro Bowl. None of these guys want to get hurt. Yeah. There's, there's there's a lot of other things they had thinking about than you know one game for the fans.
0: No, I I completely agree. For me, it's just it's fun. Some part of it is fun. Some of the dunks that we see, especially the the Steph Curry bounce alley oop to Giannis yesterday, was incredible and just shows how great both of them are but otherwise it doesn't do too much for me but it's also really not i don't think it's the nba's fault because you look at the pro bowl is absolutely unwatchable i think the nhl all-star game is fun because it's so fast-paced with the three-on-three but mlb is the only one that's actually got a competitive all-star game that's just the nature of baseball so i don't even know if there is
2: a way i think it's just it's an all-star game this is what's going to be no matter east west lebron Giannis whatever it's going to be it's not it's never going to be a competitive game because they're like the difference i believe there's a difference in like what you get paid if you win or lose but it's not significant it's, so they they do, especially bonuses, for yeah. these guys like you're not really caring that much about it there's just no way to make it make it more competitive without putting actually something on the line which the MLB did for a while and there's just it's it, it, it makes no sense to do that
3: there is there is some incentive that there for the players in terms of uh Extra extra paid, yeah, pay yeah, pay exactly. The game, but to a lot of these guys like Steph Curry, we Steph, just none things. of these guys really, really care. If you're contract. if you're
2: good enough to be an All Star, unless you're still on your like rookie contract that's, or something, you're getting paid and it doesn't matter it's a to ton you. Ton of
3: money, I don't, I don't know what it is, whatever number to say, It's called it fifty thousand. that's pennies to one of these, guys.
2: yeah, to these guys, it really is. It's pennies. And like in regards to the format, I like it because I think it's a good way for the NBA. Um, knowing how liked their players are and how noticeable their players are. Um, just to get that extra hype around it, the extra like media buzz. I think it's good for the league, but I don't think it affects the game in any way. Um, I just think it's it makes it kind of more fun. There's more to talk about, and um, I th- in that way it's better because it gets the NBA's name out there more, even though it's already everywhere. If if you get the name out there more, that that's never a bad thing.
0: Yeah, I, I I'm with you there. That that's how it's done. I think for the leagues. The biggest thing I'd like to see them do is just really focus on the skills competitions if your name is not Major League Baseball, because I think that is where you can really bring the excitement for All Star Weekend, because the games just, for these sports, just doesn't, it doesn't lend itself to it with the lack of defense. Yeah. So I think that's what that comes down to. But all right, we are going to send it to a break here before we get into baseball, and then the wonderful miscellaneous segment will be coming up. Oh, boy. We have a really fun segment uh, coming up there with another really fun Mountain Rushmore. But all right, so we're going to send it to a break. This is Roundtrip on 891 WXV. And we'll be right back. All right. Back here on round trip. We're going to move into some major league baseball. See how long that takes us if we go to another break. Then we've got miscellaneous up next and Nova nation as always. I'll explain that a little bit, <laughs> but all right. So into baseball, all the players have reported now, pitchers and catchers, position players, game startup this weekend, New York Mets first game is at one o'clock on Saturday.
2: So that's exciting. You're going to watch it. Well, see, so Saturday is a big day. Who the they plan? Oh, wait. Wait, it is a big day for you
0: guys. Saturday is a gigantic day. So, Saturday morning, the plan is to win a co-ed handball championship.
1: Oh, can we talk about our, our, our uh, game? What, Mo- <laughs> would you like to talk about the men's league game? I, I would. All right, give me the analysis God. on the men's league game. I felt that was a very beautiful game for us. I
0: mean, you know they were nice. pretty good, man. They were good, Gosh, but ball. if we
1: just, if we just, there were so many defensive breakdowns, my guys.
3: Well, so we, we can't s- play defense. We tri- We tried the zone. There was, no. there was great. I was I was talking on the side, and I was more of a coach for that game. <laughs> unbelievable ball move. Brad, excuse me, Brad. You know, and I were talking. Oh my
2: god. Brad is
3: oh he's could not be more thrilled. He's he might, going back to the Butler days. He might he might, he might it. sign some of. If he was at the game, he might sign some of those guys to attend ten See if they can play. Mm. I'll be honest. That yeah. ball move was unbelievable. I Pat agree, especially wow. Let me tell you something. Pat, I mean, Brad. With Brad would sign you a ten day. Thank you. Listen,
0: I just keep the ball moving.
3: Yeah, no. that, 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 just, that that ball just some yeah. Euro
0: step spin, uh, swim moves as I created and patented.
2: <laughs> you know I don't understand how the, that move the works. The Euro swim. <laughs> Keep the ball hot.
1: Keep the ball hot and play with a short memory. That's the that's ball for you. Amen. Pass the ball. Pass a good job. Pass up a good job for a better one. That's all you gotta of do. Of course. That's all you gotta do.
2: Give it to Connor.
0: <laughs>
1: All right or that, or that yeah
0: just, just we we give play, it to the Italians it, I you beat me to it kicking and screaming give it to the Italian <laughs> hey he is Italian he's also yeah. Greek by he's the Greek. Way. Yeah, well, yeah. was not ancestry.com
3: yeah. yeah I don't know if I like Ancestry.
2: He's no, not Jewish
0: So, so are we going to call him out yeah we, he's not Jewish <laughs> so do, do we think it's true
3: Uh do I think, Anc- do, I think Anc- do I think ancestry.com is <laughs> Do we, do, we do you think Connor's Italian is Connor a thing? fake
0: Italian is what I'm asking No I think yes. a real
3: I would say it's a real Yes Hot take fake Italian But what we need to we need to do Is we should test have someone who's like a full-blown Greek or full blown Italian or something, just send it in and see what it says. I bet I bet they would get like twenty percent Portuguese.
0: I know someone who's Greek that we could test, but let's not bring up that name on air. Okay, so
3: <laughs> so for Major League Baseball.
0: All right, so the Mets play the Braves uh, to start things off on two twenty three. Um, so <laughs> looking forward to it. The guys are laughing hysterically right now and they're throwing me off my game. I'm sorry. I know I'm a funny guy. It happens, guys. All right, so so funny, So. Funny. <laughs> A Harper and Machado update before we get into a little they game. They have not signed. Yeah, they still haven't signed. <laughs> Harper, though, reports are that he's starting to lean... I'm being thrown off again. Uh, he's starting to lean towards a team, it sounds like. Towards a team?
3: Do we know which team?
0: I believe it's the Phillies. So, that it looks goes. like the he's Cubs. getting closer. It's definitely not the Cubs. It looks like he's getting
3: closer and closer to that. Now, is that a money thing? Or is that yes. he wants to be on a... Nah. contender? it's all money. Phillies, Phillies <laughs> I... Mean, it's gotta be money. it's, it's all money.
1: money. He, wants, he wants over $500 million. Why... why? is a money thing. He, That's unbelievable. I mean, he did what 240 last year, something like that, not even like Who Harper? Yeah, he he had a lot of home runs, but he 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 had a terrible
0: He did struggle batting average wise for a, a really long portion of the year, but the thing is you're also getting him at his age 26 season for like a 10-year deal, which free agents so, that good do not come about at that age.
1: I just what what is gonna, what if I'm a GM? What what is going to lead me on to think that Signing him or Machado to these massive deals is worth it. It's like, it's well a
3: big thing in baseball is that a lot of these teams they don't get anyone to fill the seats and a guy like Machado say he goes to the White Sox, White Sox hard not fill any seats. That stadium yeah. is massive that they have. If anything, mm-hmm. yeah, you got to sign this guy a ton of money, which they have, and you fill seats with it. That I mean, and that's you, a big you, part of you it. you pay the guy a lot of money, yeah, but it's like when the Marlins signed John you Carlos really Stanton, have to invest yep. a half million dollars. Well, the, and the,
2: there's no the, salary cap. The
3: Marlins have proven that that's what you can't. That's what you have to do. They got to fill seats. You know, John Carlos Stanton
2: a 13 one.
1: year deal. You want to know what the MLB needs.
2: What's that? What is that, Moy? Free, free, free agent deadline.
3: I'd, well, I like
0: I'd be free interested in. I've read game. a little bit about that. Interesting. I actually, I do agree, and I think because it just it doesn't do well for the sport to have this thing. Drone on from the end of the World Series to now we are February 18th. It doesn't make sense, because you think about the NBA frenzy that is on July 1st. Yeah, not even. Most of the guys sign on the first day. But it's an absolute frenzy. NHL does it the same way. NFL does it almost the same way. It's drawn out a couple more days in the NFL, but it's the same way in that all the big guys usually sign pretty early. MLB... You don't know when these guys are going to sign. And the last couple of years, it's been drawing into spring training and further. Hey, J.D. Yeah, Martinez signed yeah. like a week before the season last year. Mm-hmm. It, it So I actually really do like that deadline or just some type of period.
3: That where, make, it, make a decision.
0: But the one thing is why I don't think MLB players will ever agree to it is their there's big thing right now. To the club. Is that they're already afraid that there's collusion going on with the owners to lower salaries. Yeah.
3: If you're Bryce Harper, Pat, where would you go?
0: Uh, if God. I'm going to be a selfish. So say,
3: so say, here, so put it this way. Put it this way. So I'm going to say, say he's so, going to say the Met. So what we said, Moy, Mo, yeah. Well, so say Moy just <laughs> said that he said he buys everyone's five, $500 million or something like Whoa, that. Right. Say whatever Whatever Moy just said. Say, say, say it's 250 which <laughs> I think John Carlo got three, $300. Got
0: three, yeah, $330. Right, I say think. it's 250
3: That's still an exuberant amount of money. But say, say you're getting $250 from. From most teams and like any a reasonable team that, mm-hmm. that has a spot open for you, that of course you're not going to want Bryce Harper. If you're if you're Bryce Harper, I know you're a Mets fan, but if you're yep. Bryce Harper, where would you where would you want to?
0: So from the teams that are most interested, from everything we've seen, it's the San Francisco Giants, the San Diego Padres, the Philadelphia Phillies, and the Washington Nationals. So from that four, I am either staying in Washington or I'm going to Philly if I'm worrying about winning now. If I want to be a star in a giant city. I think that's where the West Coast teams start to get attractive Mm -hmm. for you. So if I'm Harper, it's all about really what is that main priority. But if I'm him, I'd honestly I'd probably lean Philly, which stings me to say. But I think that's and I but I do think that's how it's going to end up.
3: And what about what about this guy Machado? Machado, Machado, same same deal, two hundred fifty million.
0: So from everything you hear about Machado's personality, he just wants to be the superstar. So I think the so Shrug- he's so
3: so safe. Like if he was Harper, he'd be going to the West Coast team.
0: Yeah, for for Machado, I think I still think the White Sox are a very big possibility for him. Otherwise, I look at again West Coast teams. I know San Diego's in on him as well. I could very I think he's probably a White Sox or a Padre when it's all said and done.
3: Yeah, those two teams need a big guy to come in.
0: And, but if the Yankees do throw an offer at Machado, though, he will be Yankees. So say, 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 say
3: Machado is getting offered two fifty from the White Sox and two twenty from the the Yankees.
0: I think he'd go to the Yankees at that point.
3: Two hundred from the Yankees.
0: That's where things get in. That's where I think he goes to you, Chicago you, you at that point. The money's no got to be comparable, but not the same.
2: Yeah,
0: that that's Very how I think. Sorry. That's sorry, how I think it, it lines out on Machado. All right, so let's move into a little bit of a contract game here. Um, it's seven fifty-five. I know we want to leave plenty of time for miscellaneous, so I won't spend too long on this, and I won't hit all these guys. But so big thing that so we've been discussing free agency here and how it's really turned into a little bit of a crapshoot for these guys. And so we'll start with Chris Sale. So Chris Sale has one year. Left on his contract, he'll be a free agent after this year. If you're the Red Sox, a do you extend him now? Now, no. Do you extend him now? Do you let him get to free agency? And what would
1: that contract offer be? I do not extend him now because <clears throat> past two seasons, once he hits July or August, he fades hard. And haven't it haven't it last year? It was to the point where he couldn't even pitch more than five innings or four or however many watches in the world series. Um, I do not extend him. Like, it's just, you got get a price on the books. You got, you got Bogarts coming up.
0: Mm, that's got, another guy I had you got on Mookie here.
1: Bets coming up the year after with Jackie Bradley. I, it does not make sense to me, for me to do from the Red Sox to do that deal right now, because unless, unless you get him at a discount, like a really good discount, which I can't see happening. Um, However, John Henry had did make some comments about how um, earlier, like, how they screwed up the John Lester situation, mm-hmm. which makes me worried that they're yep. going to overpay Sale, and I don't know. I mean, I think we have a good thing going with Sale, and I like Sale, but I don't know. I think you got to wait. you got you got to wait till the end of the season to see what he can do with the shoulder and everything.
0: So, I take a different approach on that. If I'm the Red Sox, I would lock up Sale, and that's just going off the numbers. So as a Red Sox, he's been 17-8 and eight and 12-4. and four. I don't look that much in a record, but just for reference, he had a 2-9 ERA his first year, a 2-1-1 last year. Now, the one thing you look at from last year is that he only pitched 158 innings, mm-hmm. and that's why he didn't win the Saint-Young as well, because he had some injury problems. We all know about the throwing motion of how weird it is and how much stress it puts on the shoulder. 308 strikeouts his first year in Boston, 237. So I'd, I would extend Sale now. I would not let him get to free agency because if he gets to free agency, actually Ken Rosenthal put out an awesome article in The Athletic today about saying the Yankees will probably be bidders for him, and that would be Boston's worst nightmare to face Chris Sale for the next couple of years um, in, in New York. So I'd say if you're Boston, I'd offer him six years for $170 million and wrap this thing up.
3: Six years, you would give him? Mm-hmm. So um, I think with Chris Sale, is 29 years old right now. If you give him a six-year deal, he's 35 at the end of that deal. Yep. Do I think that's a very failed deal to offer? Yes. Do mm-hmm. I think you're going to get the value out of Chris Sale that you get in the first three years in the last three years? No. Nope. I look to a guy, uh, Josh Beckett, he used to be on the Red Mm -hmm. Sox a few years ago. He got traded in 2012, um, was his last year on the team, and he went to the the Dodgers then. Josh Beckett was a shell of himself at that time. Yeah, he was. When he got traded, he was 32 years old. So if you say... If you gave if you gave Sale that six-year deal you got him to say he's 32 and then you're gonna probably and then you, you might start to see a decline I'm not saying he's Josh Beckett mm-hmm. but but I would say pitchers when they get into early to mid 30s all athletes in general that's when you start to see him fade off MLB is a little bit different in terms of a hitter because and like say if you're DH something like that David Ortiz can play until he's in the high 30s because all he's doing is swing the baseball sure. bat. Chris Sale, you' you're using your arm that much and you've thrown that much you your career is going to be a little bit longer in that you're not pitching every night. But mid early to mid thirties is when you start to see a tail off. But is he worth the, is he worth the six year deal that Pat's talking about? Instead of having them him maybe go to a similar comp to the same division or stay in the East, mm-hmm. he's definitely worth paying the money so you can avoid yeah. seeing him in October.
0: I, I agree there. And did you have a point or you want me to move on to one more? No, I'd agree right. with that. You don't want him to see to go. I I, just, I think that's the their fear, and so that's why you have to wrap you up. You
3: keep him because you don't want to pitch against him and he's there. Yeah. And you, you he, but he's
0: that good. Too. If you're it's scared a, to
2: pitch against him, you then want the team. And you him. Him. Why, why, you're side him. Want him. why would you let him go? Exactly,
0: exactly. So I'll do one more just to keep us moving along here, um, so that we make sure we have time for miscellaneous or to be able to have extended talk on miscellaneous. The big one, at least in, in my part for, for my sports, it's Jacob DeGrom. Sign him. Let me explain the situation, please. So he's he, very good. He has, he's yeah. He's coming off one of the best years in Major League Baseball history. Should uh, have the Cy Young. He did win the Cy Young. Oh, he did that's right. Actually. Yeah yeah. So, he, so he did win the Cy Young. So that's good. I knew that. Uh, two years left on his contract. He'll be a free agent at age thirty two. So the numbers last year for him, I referenced win loss for sale. So I'll say it as well. Ten and nine, which is just hysterical because I showed how bad the <laughs> it's bets. Just
2: been. the bets are terrible.
0: Yeah, it was last year. A one point seven ERA, <laughs> two hundred seventeen innings pitched. Two hundred and sixty-nine strikeouts to Cy Young All-Star, fifth in the MVP voting. What do you do with him? Sign him. For what? Pat, what
3: do you think? Is a I don't like follow-up questions. What, what's a reason hey, offer? You're, you're a Mets drama? guy. You, yep. What do you want to sign? You're right? a Mets guy through and through. If you're if you're the Mets, what's an offer where you can live with yourself, but you can still compensate the guy for what he's worth? Five at one hundred and fifty. I go five at one hundred and
0: fifty. So and what you say? one hundred and fifty. And what did you, say? What did you yeah. just say for Chris Sale? I said six for one
1: hundred and seventy. You can't do no. I'll tell you why, because if he's coming off that kind of season. Yeah. And he's healthy. I I, I just I that's, that's a 30 team million year. deal. It's pretty good for a pitcher.
0: It's pretty good, especially the fact that he's gonna be he would be a free agent at age thirty two. That's the big thing in this, is that DeGrom hits free agency later than most people. So that's why I think the Mets can save a little bit of money while still Five yeah, five for one fifty I think is pretty fair and is it a player option or a team. Three million on to that the best player it probably would be right a player now. option on uh, that last put a player
3: option on that last year. That that's yeah. in his favor. That's a very yeah. fair that yeah and that side yeah. to you that makes it a little more reasonable.
0: Yeah.
3: So Jacob Strong is thirty, Chris Sales twenty nine, yeah. same age. Yeah. 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 So I i I'd go with that, but
0: We'll we'll see. It'll be very interesting as we see this thing play out here. If that's
3: what you want, I would assume that they're going to give him a little bit more because Jacob DeGrom yeah. is probably going to want gonna more. Because
0: deGrom's going to want more. I, yeah. could, I could see it. Yeah, I could see him getting more than 150. That's just the first deal that really comes to my mind. Okay, so we'll skip the rest of the guys because I want to make sure we have plenty of time to go through the rest of this stuff. So that was a baseball segment here on Round Shipper. God, it felt good to actually talk some baseball. It's almost here. It's
3: almost here. Almost. When's, keep... the fir- when's the first opening day? When, when March
0: 28th, oh. I believe.
3: Oh, March Madness oh, really? is happening at the I, I know,
0: I know, I don't know. I know if we'll be watching. I'll be watching. Well, me and Sad will be watching. Yeah, well, will tell you right now, watching. Saturday, me and Sad are running back from handball and we are watching the Mets' first spring training game, so I can spring
3: promise you. Spring training.
0: <laughs> so, I promise you we'll be watching. Tampa Bay, bay. Lightning
3: score, one nothing, Tampa Bay.
0: Why is that important? Just saying. Uh, I just, want, up, just, just want to, to throw, throw it out you. there. All right. <laughs> go, go Lightning. Well, it's because we'll be in Tampa in 13 days. Exactly. So that's why. That's why. But all right. So we're going to throw it to a break and get back with Miscellaneous. This is Roundtripper on 891, and we'll be right back on Roundtripper, getting into everyone's favorite segment. It's Miscellaneous time. Just adjusting the mics. Good. He's good. Yeah, we are. We're all set here. So starting off with Miscellaneous, it is February 18th, as I mentioned at the start of the show, and the NHL trade deadline is only seven days away. So almost getting there. See if the Islanders make a splash. That's what I'm following. Top of the conference right now, right? Uh, second in the conference. Top of the division. Hey, Tampa make
1: Tampa. a trade. Pat, I mean, honestly, like, I, I'm, a, I'm a Bruins fan. We're, yes. all the, we're, all, we're all in the... Tampa Bay's looking really nice this year. Uh, they and are they unbelievable. Look, and they're looking
0: to add at the deadline, which is of, even scarier.
1: Of all sports, of all the four major sports... How, you know how anything can happen in the NHL playoffs?
0: Oh, my God, yeah. KMV
1: is that good that I'm worried that you're just going to steamroll through to the East and get to the, conference, uh, well, listen, to get to the Stanley Cup.
0: They, they're an absolute tank. They are so much fun to watch. They are so offensively gifted. And you say that about them, and you think, oh, they're one-way. No, their defense is amazing as well, led by Victor Hedman. So awesome to watch. They're so good. Uh, big news with the Islanders as well. They announced their playoff venue, which was a big thing for people like me that are big Islander fans. So the first round will be played at Nassau Coliseum. Which will be awesome because that place is just so special. And then it has to be moved to if they advance, it'll go to Barclays Center because of for the media accommodations. Barclays doesn't have it. Uh, Matt Wood, my dad just texted me that it's two o lightning. So two o not lightning. So for
2: all our lightning <sighs> fans, when it out rains, there, it pours in Tampa. <laughs> when it rains, it
0: pours. Hopefully not in two weeks. Hopefully we get no rain. But all right. So moving on to the PGA, it was a tough week for the PGA at the Genesis Open, and that was mostly due to weather. It just poured all weekend. However, do
1: so. we do we see? Did you guys see that clip of uh, <laughs> Phil hit a flop shot over the grandstand this week? Unbelievable stuff! <laughs> I didn't see it, but that's unbelievable. He's in there with the people. He's got in the <laughs> galleries. Guys offering him beers. <laughs> just hits a flop shot over over the twenty one People. Good. Phil's definitely
0: twenty-one. I can I can can confirm it over twenty one. Wait,
3: <laughs> what? Got to root for you? Love rooting for
1: a guy yeah, like that. Yeah. You love oh, Phil, he's so reliable, not Patrick Reed, who's just oh, no, man, Phil, 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 First hole, first hole of the tournament. Phil hits a in, hits it into the bunker. Hit then you know <laughs> next shot hits it back into another green side bunker. Comes back hits another one. Pars
0: it out. Unreal. Unreal. Yeah, Bubba kind of bothers me with the with the yellow ball. I'm not going to lie. But, all right, so J.B. Holmes took on the title at 14 under par. I hate you guys so much. <laughs> J.B. Holmes took home the title at 14 under par. Also took home 1.3 million with that. So, that's cool. I have his autograph One fortieth 40th
3: fact. of Curry's salary.
2: <laughs> so, think about
0: that. If you want to think about it that way, it's kind of tough. Uh, Justin Thomas absolutely blew it on the last day. Five over for his final round. So, not War Eagle. And uh, Tiger Woods called it possibly one of his worst ever performances. And he only shot plus one in the final round. Drama so. queen. <laughs>
3: He's had <laughs> way worse performances.
0: <laughs> so so that, was, that was your Genesis Open update. Uh, going to the Champions League, no real shockers. PSG manhandled Manchester United, who didn't have a prayer in that game and won't have a prayer in the second leg. 2-0 at Old Trafford. No, no, no ha- bias. No hatred there whatsoever. None. Um, Tottenham won 3-0 over Dortmund, which is actually pretty surprising. Um, and then the big one. For for tomorrow, Liverpool plays Bayern Munich at Anfield, and I'm. Who do you be,
3: got, Pat? Who do you got? You gonna ask me that? Is that a question? I know you're you're Liverpool fan. You think they're gonna win? You think Absolutely. they have a good shot of
0: winning? I mean, half our team is injured. Half I just said R. Oh, oh my god! I don't think I've said that since freshman year. Half yeah. of Liverpool's injured. Um, so that's kind of a problem. But uh, being <laughs> so you don't think they have a shot? No, the being teams hurt. Being at Anfield, I do think Liverpool pulls it out to play tomorrow. There. I'm gonna All say right. I'm gonna say two one or 2-0 tomorrow. But I like it. We'll I have like to see. it. All right, let's move into bird. What's the word? Uh, okay.
3: <clears throat> it was Samuel's 21st Samuel's 21st yeah. on Saturday Yes, big celebration Saturday going into Sunday to be exact Yes, yes. Uh, But happy birthday Samuel So Monday He has 8.30 <laughs> lab early wake up He woke up, woke up early today he Woke up at 7.30 And I've never heard a human being make, make so much noise getting ready for, Oh, you should listen to Conrad when he wakes up in the morning I don't now know that, he, was coming, For yep. some reason he has raincoat out It did not rain today but <laughs> <I heard> that <laughs> thing was, was bustling <laughs> for 15 minutes <laughs> um, so he's got 8:30 <laughs> lab on Monday. It's okay, okay. Um, and he's turning in a lab report that he's been working on. He just finished it actually, so great for him. He's been he's been grinding on that. He has been. Uh, Tuesday he has uh another 8:30 lab. Wow, wow, right back oh, okay. to back. It's gonna be a lot of raincoat, <laughs> Rain raincoat, I love it. on yeah, Monday, right. Tuesday. Jeez. Uh, Wednesday's praying for a snow day. Um, yeah. Oh, um, oh I have another update. I have an
1: No, boy's the weatherman. Let go from from the National Weather Service. I looked at this right before we went out of the air. Based breaking two. Currently, was- currently projected three to five inches. No. And it starts at 10, around 9 or 10 a.m. So it oh, could be. Oh, no, that's a problem for it me. It could be. A, yeah, it could be. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> It, it, it will switch over to rain can in the it just afternoon,
0: like nuts but no, no just move it up, please, so that it starts snowing earlier. It, I
1: mean, the, the projections. No, no, give me no, no. five that's a.m. 5
0: yeah, AM. 5 yeah, AM no. I yeah, yeah. I. That's. I, no, you no.
2: can
1: have a fun ride to Ohio. No. Oh, oh, it's, it's already up, eight hours. They yeah. are operating. They are up in the totals. snow. the totals, That's good. It was one to three, and then they up to two to four yesterday. Now it's three to five. I'm right. hoping for a Maybe. blizzard. Also we're going to try Love to leave that.
2: before the storm. So if the storm starts at five. Have fun, buddy. Have fun, have fun. Anyway, if so, you think I'm loud now, if it's 5 a.m. and I'm leaving, like... I'm going I'm going to move out. All yeah. Right, keep going. So anyway, yeah. so he also... Uh,
3: also on Wednesday, he's going to uh, meet with his counselor to see about his physics grade slash if he's going to fail physics. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then oh, to cap it no all off... No way Bird's failing yeah. physics.
3: I mean, to cap it all off, he also has a physics exam on Wednesday if, it, if it's not a snow day, so... Big day, big day. Thursdays he's got no class, kind of a chill day. Yeah. Friday
1: he has a reactor engineering exam. <laughs> well, look, can I add something to his uh, potential? Um... I, can I can I finish? Can I finish first? Yeah, again? yeah, yeah. No, let, let, Let's finish. You,
3: may, you may, it's, like, it's like it's like asking a question before you have, you've heard yeah, all the information. My God, you know? it's like, family family like answering no, the question it's, before you heard the no, whole exactly. thing from Family Feud. No, or it's like being in class show. and the teacher's reading the directions, and you you answer before she's finished reading the directions. Um, so Friday, (laughs) he's got his exam. He's going to hopefully get lunch with, uh, with, with the, with the fellows afterwards. Fellas. And then on Saturday, he officially is 21. So he's looking to, you know, maybe he'll be able to go do something fun. Um, with the other 21 year olds. Hey, I'm 21. Hey, more. You're 21. Pat and Moore. You guys are 21, oh, wow. Maybe, hey, maybe oh, he'll be no. in contact. Oh. Who knows? And then, uh, and then uh, Sunday, he does homework all day. Yeah. And you, you don't see him from 8 a.m. to midnight. Yeah, so, <laughs> Probably
0: later than that, actually. So, yeah. So, Bird was the word. There you go. One of our favorite segments. Sam week. week. Sounds like Bird's got a rough week ahead, so we love you, buddy. I'm okay, ready hope, for this hope, next segment. Hope you had fun <laughs> over the weekend. All right. It's my Rushmore season, boys. It is. And how fitting is it? It's President's Day, and we're doing Mount Rushmore, so I think so that's, fitting. That's our patriotic duty right there. So Mount Rushmore of NBA slash NFL bus we did since 1980. We'll move. We'll move in this direction. So Ben Moy, I'm going to give you the first pick. And
3: so, just as a Ooh. disclaimer, Moy,
0: uh, should I not give you the first pick? No, no, no. no, right. no, no Moy's no. computer died,
3: so yeah. he, he, he was not resourceful enough to bring a charge. If you'd like to skip, I can go first. Yeah, we
1: can let. No, we came no, no, no. no, no. I'm going to go with a very obvious one, because I feel like, it, you know, just looking at the draft class, kind of blowing it. Okay. It's free, the Portland Trailblazers.
0: Oh you, Yep, yep. Oh. That was my number one. Sam Bowie. <laughs> yep, there it is. There goes my number one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you want to know who was in yep. that draft class? Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Do you mind? Do you mind? Read him off.
0: Read, him, someone, read, read off someone. the three Hall of Famers behind him, please.
1: Someone, yeah. uh, I think is number 23.
0: LeBron? No. Oh, uh, no, that's no. right. LeBron was 20 years after that. My I, bad. I, I,
1: I, I, M-
3: I think, think he plays for the Bulls or something like that. So maybe the, the maybe the greatest player of all time.
2: Second greatest. The player. greatest player of all time.
1: <clears throat> Probably the greatest player of all time. So there I mean, we after, go. After after him, Charles Barkley was also in that. Also, lineup. just oh. by greatest player who, of all who, who, time, he meant Michael Jordan. Oh and also, God. who are you just, taking? Who who's your guy? Sam Bowie. It's Sam Bowie. Said okay, that. sorry, Bowie. Bowie. I didn't hear that. Yeah. Uh, John
0: Stockton was also in that draft. And John,
1: yes, and John Stockton was also. So yeah, so that's so three
3: Hall of Famers went behind him. Yes, Love indeed. that. Yeah. All right, kid, you're up. All right. All right. My pick, I'm actually going into the NFL first. Uh, I'm picking a guy that they actually changed the rule about how first-round draft no, picks are paid him. in terms of guaranteed money, because Jamarcus Russell got $70 million <laughs> yes. in guaranteed for being the number one overall pick, and played three seasons with the Raiders, was 7-18 and 18 as a starter, mm-hmm. had 18 touchdowns, 23 interceptions, and 25 games started, and he also had... 25 fumbles in those 25 games. So he had one fumble a game. And also, if that wasn't good enough, the coaches actually were concerned that he wasn't properly watching film. So, yes, there's a this is story that's been Russell rumored yes. about Jamarcus Russell. Are you hey, ready for this? There's yeah. a story that's been rumored about him. That the coaches gave him film to watch, like, go home and watch him and watch film. And instead of giving him actual film, he gave them blank tapes. <laughs> he gave tapes <laughs> with nothing on them just to see if he would look at it. And they were going to ask him the next day what he's he saw. Yep. So, he walks in the office the next day and they say, All right, well, what, what, what do you think about the film? You Did you, like, watch over studies? He, he said, oh, yeah, we were watching something about the, uh, like, wildcat offense and implementing it. Mm-hmm. The, the tapes were blank. They had nothing Ta- on them. There was nothing on them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, you know, just a few few guys that were passed on in that draft: Calvin Johnson, Adrian Peterson, Joe Thomas, Patrick Willis, Marshawn Lynch, Multiple Darrell Revis, Greg <laughs> Well, Revis is in that draft. You really? could you yeah. could argue they're all they, they are all Hall of Famers, or other than Patrick Willis, they are absolutely all Hall of Famers. Yeah, I think I think Willis has a shot as well. So there so, yeah. you go, Jamarcus Russell, Russell. number number my number my number one overall
0: pick. And, and just as a repeat, this is the Mount Rushmore of NFL slash NBA busts, Conrad. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so my
2: first pick, I'm going to take uh, an NBA guy in Darko Milicic. Oh, okay, he's on my list, but he wasn't He wasn't one of my top guys. Um, <laughs> he was picked uh, number t- two overall by the Detroit Pistons in 03. Um, he ended up averaging only six points and 4.2 rebounds per game. And some notable guys that were passed over were Dwayne Wade, Chris Brosh, and Carmelo Anthony, um, which are part of the Banana Boat Brothers. Which, yeah, are, three uh, which are three first ballot hall of famers. Yes. Mm. So... That, that's that's a rough look for Detroit.
0: Yeah. Very rough. Very rough. All right, I, I'm thrilled. So I get I get my first and second pick here. So happy this guy's still on the board, though. I really wanted Mark Russell. Um, <laughs> it's Greg Oden. It just has to yeah. be Greg Oden for me. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love this, uh, this story. So Greg Oden, number one pick in the 2007 draft out of Ohio State. He lasted a grand total of three seasons in the NBA, uh, including playing his first two with Portland and then not playing for three years in between before getting back. With Miami, he totaled 105 games in his career, and then some fun facts about the draft class that he was in. He totaled a 7.3 win share, which is basically how many direct wins he contributed to the team. Um, Kevin Durant was in that draft class. He's got 139. Al Horford, Ben Moy's like favorite player, had eight, has <laughs> 83.4. Wow, Horford which is good. <laughs> and Marcus saw has 77.7.
3: My, he, he, chair, so. my one thing, here's my only thing about Greg and I agree he's a bust. Here's my, yes. my two things with him. Right. One, knee injuries, he was yes. hurt. Yes. So it's hard. It's it's, it's it's tough. to. You never got to see what he was really actually going to do. Well, he's a bust, yes, Fair. but it's, it's tough because the injuries. And two, my only reservations about co- calling him a bust this early is that he is an NBA champion
2: with the Heat. He does have a title. I'm just saying. It's, it's hard to call a
3: guy a bust when he's got a ring. I'm just saying. Pat's first-round pick, questionable.
0: It's a great first-round pick. I'm just going to throw that out there.
3: Um. <laughs> he didn't play for three straight years. All I'm saying is he has a championship. He has a ring. He's got, more, He's ring. got, a He's a got ring. more rings than a lot of other guys in the league. Got more rings than Carmelo.
0: I could sign yeah. with the Golden State Warriors and win a ring this year. You, but you're not you're good <laughs> enough <laughs> to sign with the Warriors. He's good enough to sign. I'm just saying it's a questionable pick. <laughs> All nah, right. Please continue. Number two pick, Anthony Bennett, one of our favorites. Ah, you took oh, my I, pick. Oh I my have man. to go with Anthony Bennett. So number one pick in the 2013 draft. Made it four years in the league, so we beat Greg Oden. Congratulations, Anthony, on that feat. Um, so I said Greg Oden was bad with the 7.3 wins. Uh-huh. Oh, Anthony Bennett, .5. .5. The man was the number one pick in the draft. All right, All right. 25, okay. Can you imagine
1: right. where the the where the calves would be if, if they actually drafted? If they drafted like no, just Oladipo or Oladipo or Oladipo was Dupo. next, that just next yeah. or Giannis was that was Giannis' draft. Yeah, but my it thing was Giannis. But can yeah. you imagine if they drafted Oladipo? CJ McCollum was a top ten pick yep. in the draft. They would be in so much better position than they are now. Fair,
0: no, it's fair. All right, Conrad, your second pick.
2: All right, let's see where do we want to fair go with God's this? Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, let's just go recency bias and go ah, with, yeah, uh, a guy who's, I guess it's a little early to call him. Oh my God. Oh, God. oh, you're not going to do, do it. No, I was going to do this. I he, was do this? <laughs> he, was on, he was on my list too. <laughs> he was on my list.
1: He was on my list. All right, I'll, I'll just say it. He was my sleeper. <laughs> Mark oh, he was my sleeper. Yeah, I, I
2: was about to take. Him. <laughs> uh, this is just uh, purely recently biased. I Believe it's his second year in the league. He's mm-hmm. only, but he's only played thirty three games and was traded away for. I'm pretty sure it was nothing. He does. He does average when he does play eight point two points per game and three point one assist. But and he was taken number one overall by the Sixers mm-hmm. in seventeen. But. He's right. just ready right. right for this.
3: Right. In two years, he's made four three pointers. That's more than Ben Simmons. Two, two years. Yeah,
1: in the the NBA. Ben Simmons, just throwing it out there. Can we, can we, <laughs> <But> <laughs> who do the sixers draft, man? <laughs> don't and they, don't forget Jaleel inc- in that as inc- well. Yeah, you got yeah. to
2: include the, uh, the trade with Boston where Boston just fleeced them. Oh, I think yeah. You have to got take Jason, that, that was weekend. where Moy was going to go You have that. to take that into yeah. account when saying that it's a bust because even if he does figure it out with Orlando at some point in his career. And Boston got Tatum in those draft picks out of And draft game. picks. Mm-hmm. So, for Philly. Philly own- imagine if Philly yeah. got, like, Tatum or just kept the draft picks. Yeah. Like, yeah. imagine what they could be. Uh, now they're just, like, exactly. trying to find a way. But, yeah, that's why I think Fultz is such a, a would, bust. too.
3: Okay, my number two. I'm also gonna. I'm gonna stay in the NFL. This guy was picked, picked one behind Peyton Manning. No, there
0: goes my guy. He was yep.
3: the first quarterback, uh, first pick ever by the inaugural, by the first inaugural pick by the um, expansion team, Cleveland Browns, who have never been good ever. Ever. Uh, Ryan Leaf, four years in in the uh, in the league, second overall pick, 14 touchdowns to 36 interceptions. Solid numbers. Great numbers, if I do say so myself. Fifty passer rating, um, twenty-one games started as a as a pro. And here's the here are the guys that are taken behind them, and two notable guys that are taken behind them in the first round of the draft: Charles Woodson, Randy Moss, two Hall of Famers. Ouch. Nothing, nothing more, nothing more to be said. Ryan no. Leaf was my Ryan Leaf was abysmal. He no. was absolutely terrible. Yeah, you, you nailed that one. Benjamin number two.
1: I'm gonna go with uh, similar along the lines of that. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, another Browns pick, Tim okay. Couch. Yeah, solid. Solid. Um, He was the first pick of the Browns. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was I was reading... No, t- I, I was going to say, Leaf went to
3: the Chargers. Leaf went... I, 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 I was, was, was like going to stop up. you there. I was, I, was being, just, I'll be honest, I was reading half Tim Couch stats and half <laughs> Ryan Leaf stats. I'll be honest. But Ryan Leaf was also abysmal. I'm sorry.
1: Uh, Yes. So, basically, just following up with Matt Matt's statistics. Those were the, my statistics I was going to bring up. But anyways... Here, you can, here's the Tim Couch stats right there. <laughs> uh... Yeah, first overall pick, five seasons of the Browns, six, 64 touchdowns, 67, uh, 37 fumbles, 75 passer rating. On to my next pick, I'm gonna th- I am gonna. think I'm going to go with... you, you uh,
3: cheating off my list for the second pick? No. Okay.
1: I'm going to go with... Sorry, I wish I, I had a draft board on my computer, but that's dead. I'm going to go with... Uh, I'll go with Adam Morrison. Oh my God, you're killing me, guys! You're <laughs> absolutely decimating my Adam list. Morrison, third pick by the Bobcats, 2006. People forget that the Bobcats were one of the historically one of the worst teams in the mid 2000s. They had many seasons. Didn't they have a couple of seasons where they were um, the only one? They won like less than 10 games something like that.
0: It's been a disaster. Yeah, the awful. So we'll just that, that just you keep yeah, I'll keep moving. I'll
1: keep moving, but that's that's my yep pick.
3: All okay, right, yep. so Fair. after that I also I'm also going to stay in the NBA. I'm going to take Kwame Brown with my third overall pick. I absolutely love that. Uh yep, so six, and a, 6 points, 5 rebounds a game for his entire career, 50% free throw shooters. drafted straight out of high school, Tyson Chandler, Pau Gasol, Jason Richardson, Joe Johnson
2: Were the picks that followed him. I, that's all you need to be saying about Kwame Brown. He's terrible. He's terrible. <laughs> Boom. Conrad, number three. All right, I'm going to go with uh, a guy from the 80s and Danny Ferry. He was uh, drafted by the. Answer this first. Did you know who Danny Ferry was before you Googled this about now? Not a clue. All right, but his story is absurd. He did not even play for the Clippers because he went to Italy because (laughs) he did not want to play for the Clippers. (laughs) And then he ended up playing 10 years in Cleveland.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I just thought it's a hilarious story. It needed to be
2: told. That's a good story. I like
3: that.
0: Fair. Um, All right, so I get three and four here. Honorary mention, Tangled from last week. On Biggest Draft Box. Solid
2: movie. Not a number one overall choice. You can get that Stand in the last by. round. That's yeah. just but that was his defense. Right there. Very good movie. Yeah, I just watched it over the Connor weekend.
0: I watched it over the weekend. Very good movie. All right. All right. So, number three. So, since all of my picks have basically been taken off the board, we're going to spitball a little bit here. Uh, Vince Young. I have to go with Vince Young. The amount of hype that followed Vince Young out of Texas after that incredible Rose Bowl game was out of this world. Finished his career with 46 touchdowns, 51 interceptions. Absolute train wreck of a relationship with Jeff Fisher. Completion percentage hovered around 50% for his entire career. Not pretty. Not pretty. <laughs> now, for the last pick, a part of me really wants to say Eric Flowers just for fun and my burning hatred for <laughs> the possibly worst <laughs> offensive tackle of all time, um, especially with Todd Gurley taking one pick behind him. But I'm still going to keep it with a fun theme. I'm going to go Johnny Manziel because uh, my mom said to take Johnny Manziel. <laughs> so, mom, this one's for you. So, Johnny Johnny Manziel. Hyped up as the savior, Cleveland traded up for him on draft night in 2014. Oh my God, he's going to bring it back to the Browns. He played a grant or started a grand total of eight games. He made it two years in the league, crashed and burned, seven touchdowns, seven picks, never was able to get any maturity to it, went to the Canadian Football League, threw four picks in his first game in the CFL, and it was basically over from there. <laughs>
2: All right, let's wrap this up. It's 824, so let's move through as quick as all possible. All right, so I'm going to go with another name that nobody knows, but his story is ridiculous. Uh, so, Michael Olawakandi. So,
3: to disclaimer <laughs> we all know who he is, but none of us were alive nor
2: really understand his story. So, that's why none of us really wanted to take him. But Conrad did research. Yes, so he was taken number one overall again by the Clippers. <laughs> Real fortune for them in 1998. And they passed on Vince Carter, Dirk, Paul Pierce, and he averaged 8.3 points per game. And uh, six three pounds per game, but obviously passed up on three Hall Famers, so that's mm-hmm. that's tough, terrible, terrible. All right, here's 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 one for you, another NFL guy. So I've got two
3: NFL guys, one NBA guy. We're gonna it out with another NFL guy, Trent Richardson. Oh, I oh,
2: oh,
3: had him. Had him on the list. Averages three point three yards per carry. He's currently playing in the AAF, the <laughs> yep. new the new yep. spring league, basically. Uh, third overall pick. He will start thirty seven games. There's a meme of him. On the goal line from the one yard line there was a huge hole on his left and he went right, so he missed it. It's, it's
1: ridiculous, Great. it's a great beam. Uh,
3: but yeah, notable guys that were passed on him Stephon Gilmore, Luke Keekley, Fletcher Cox, Chandler Jones, Melvin Ingram, Donta Hightower, Harrison Smith. These guys, all pro bowlers that all might be an all of fame. And Jerry Richardson went third overall. Ouch, all right. all right,
1: more, last pick, we I'm fly, gonna fly uh, make this. it quick. Uh, number one pick by the Browns to the uh, Again. Courtney Brown. Mm, solid. Played six seasons. Was hurt for most of that time. Never, never had more than six sacks for one for one season. However, I did have a bunch of people that were drafted after him in the first round. But there's only one name you need to know that was taken, and it's uh, the year two thousand draft. So I think Kid knows who that is. And uh, 199th pick, Tom Brady. was. All out. right, We're all right, right that that's,
0: not, that's not, <laughs> not, 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 all right, on to Around the Nova Nation where I'm going to fly through this. All right, so this really should get a lot more uh, press. But the Lacrosse upset number one Yale in overtime, 11-10. <laughs> to 10. So uh, Connor Curse with the game-winning goal, Nova up to number seven there. So awesome to see that. Uh, tough week for men's golf, finishing eighth with a plus 42 in Banyan Creek, Palm City. So Paging Sam Bird, Sam Bird, Sam Brush, please <laughs> Sam Bird. save the team. Save the team. Softball went two and two at Wide World of Sports. Baseball went 0 and 3 and kissed me, so struggling it's there. No shock. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not good. We've got Big East over this weekend. Yeah, in our Ohio. Track. Yep. Yeah. So let's go Nova Track. That'll be awesome. Um, my brother made the final of uh, the MAC Championships. That's so no way, right, really. The weekend. Yeah. Yes, so so great job to Brent. We are now on Podbean for the podcast as I continue to try to get this thing on iTunes. I will keep switching yep. sites until it works. Podbean. Ah, so I'll tweet out geez. the link and make sure make sure we download that. Jules, I'm so sorry I went at you for Tangled. It was just too easy. All right, and shout-outs. All right, thank you to everyone for listening. Connor, Jordy, Jules, Shan, Rev, Cho, Megan, Fiona, Stahl, Bird, Marie, Cho, Johnny, Anti-Uncle Ken, Mom, Dad, the Bears, the Woods, the Moist came live. We have everyone listening. The show keeps growing. Thank you so much for tuning in. Guys, anything? Alright, so quick bachelor update. Nope, so no, Demi's no, no. eight time. girls
2: left. It's best episode of the season. Alright, I turned off his mic. So
0: this is Round Tripper oh, on eighty nine one WXVU. Thank lead. you so much for listening and we'll be back next week. Go cats. <laughs>